Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Gather around, everybody. Listen up. I got a story to tell. Tell, tell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rico Lane, and thank you for checking in to the Blessed Money Podcast, where we help you build your relationship with Christ by sharing blessings and testimonies on Bible scriptures that is manifested in everyday people's lives like yourself. If you have ever found a Bible difficult to understand, struggle with your faith, or simply wonder why Christians believe the way that they do, then this podcast is definitely for you. I believe that if we can show you that the Bible is made real in our personal lives today, even though it was written so many years ago by so many different authors, then you just may change the way you view the Bible. It may even spark your curiosity on the Bible or Christ, and I know without a doubt, if you seek Christ, you will find him. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And oh yeah, don't forget, be a blessing and share your testimony. Hey, what's going on, Blessed Money family? Thank you so much for rocking with your boy. As you know, I'm always trying to figure out ways to bring value and bonus content to you all. So this episode is going to be a little different, all right? This episode is actually going to be a sneak peek of what's to come on the Blessed Money podcast. See, God has blessed me with some wonderful guests, and I'm just so excited. You ever had that feeling like when Christmas is coming up, right, and you're trying to shake the presence and hear what's inside the presence and feel the weight of the presence. You ask your parents, can you uh, open one early, open one on Christmas Eve or whatever? Well, that's kind of how I'm feeling right now about the guests that I have coming up. You know, I can't wait for y'all to hear it. I can't wait for y'all to check it out. So if you already been listening to the Blessing Money podcast, I encourage you to just keep rocking with us because we got some exciting stuff to come. And if you are new to the Blessing Money podcast, man, you don't know what you've been missing out on. I encourage you to go back, binge listen to all the other episodes, and then catch up because we got some powerhouse guests coming up. And what I'm going to do right now is just give you a sneak preview of what's to come. All right, so the first person I got coming up is my homeboy, BJ. Man, BJ, him and I are actually close friends. He taught my kids in kids ministry. He has he has a background in science, so they call him the science guy or whatever. But he just got a strong passion for kids. Kids seem to cling to him. He has a strong passion for Christ, and he just loves sharing the gospel. The brother is doing big things. He got his own podcast called The God Spot, and I encourage you to check it out. But until then... Here's a little snippet of what my brother got to say. His testimony is on 2 Corinthians 5, 7. And he's just making it very clear that no matter how things look, no matter how things seem, we got to walk by faith and not by sight. So check it out. Check it out. I've seen time after time again of, God, of modern day miracles um, where it would just be next to impossible in this world of darkness it would be impossible for me not to believe in God. I can give you, you know, uh, this last year, we had a close friend of ours, his 19-year-old son collapsed. Uh, it was medic, it was dead. Dead, mm. essentially dead. Um, didn't have a heartbeat, no cardiac history. And he was in the, ho- he was in the uh, ICU for a couple of days. Uh, and... On the third day, there's, don't miss this. 
on the third day, <laughs> the doctor said, your son is awake. Wow. Here's the even weirder part of that. They cannot find anything wrong with this young man. All his tests keep coming back fine after fine. Now, he has a defibrillator that had the place inside of him because he did have this cardiac uh, situation go on. But they cannot, to this day, it is still listed as undiagnosed cardiac arrest. That's his diagnosis, right? The Mayo Clinic wants him to, they're trying to get him to go to the Mayo Clinic, top research hospital in the nation, because they want to do research on him. Man, that is the amazing. Doctors, it, oh, I cannot tell you, right? The, the doctors came to his parents on day two, and these are doctors. It says the only thing you can do is pray, right? Now, <laughs> he's a pastor of a, of a, of a, of a church here, and he had half his congregation there. But here's the thing, right? In that waiting room in the chapel, they had their youth group there. And so they were like 20, 30 kids. Rico, there were kids getting saved, brought to Christ in the waiting room of the hospital. All right, so that was my homeboy, BJ. And up next is the other host of the Godspot podcast. Her name is Allie. Her and BJ co-hosting that thing, and, and they're doing big stuff. Matter of fact, they also has a Facebook page called Elevated Faith. And I love Elevated Faith because, one, everybody's faith needs a little bit of elevation. Two, on their Facebook group, they got prayer, they got music, they got worship, they have Bible studies, and it's just an amazing all-around thing what they're doing for the kingdom of God. So I encourage you to check it out. I also encourage you to stay tuned for her blessedimony because her blessedimony is on a very important topic. The topic she's talking about, it comes from um, Psalms 139. 14 through 15, if you ever felt like you had low self-esteem or God made a mistake with you or, you know, you're not as pretty as somebody else or you're not as good as somebody else, this is the episode you want to check out. I promise you, this one is going to help build you up because God don't make no mistakes. And so just like her Facebook group, Allie has a blessing on it that will help elevate your faith. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. I was like, that's it elevated faith when somebody says i was in this place but i prayed and you know we got together and my faith was here and i know that god was with me and i'm now over here he delivered me he healed me he saved me whatever it was that elevates my faith get with somebody that's going to speak life to you because that's 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 an important key because when you have those that will speak life to you pray over you pray with you they're there's power there because when we're weak, you, okay, let me get it right. When we're weak and we don't know what to pray, there's somebody else there that can pray over us and says, you know, to break that, to, to start breaking that, that spirit because low self-esteem and, and the identity of Christ, that, that twistedness, it, it, it's a lot and it would take, it, we can't do it on our own. All right. So this next guest, you know, um, I was a little nervous with interviewing him. It's a little different than what I'm used to. It's my homeboy, John. And when I met John, I met him on a Facebook group, and he was just telling me all the exciting things he got going on with his business, with his podcast. It's called Dream Catchers, and it's all about people stopping chasing their dreams, but actually catching their dreams. And I love it because I'm a very motivated person. I, I set goals, and I attack goals, and I go after those goals, and then I set more goals. And 
he has a very similar mentality. So when I reached out to him, I was like, hey, brother, I would love to have you on a podcast. Are you a believer? Well, come to find out this brother, um, he used to be a believer, but now he classifies as highly spiritual. So he doesn't really believe in the God of the Bible. And so I didn't let that deter me because I feel like, one, um, if you're sharing the gospel with only people who know about the gospel, then you're doing it wrong. And two, I think it's important for the world to see that that Christians are not just radical, crazy people who try to bash you and, and push their religion on others. We're actually loving people who don't want to see anybody perish. So we just simply share what we believe. And you know what? I wanted to offer John the opportunity to share what he believed, to explain what he means by spiritual. And I just want to ask y'all to just, just allow me to just read something real quick before I get into his. I'm going to just go to the word real quick. Let me pull up my iPad. All right. So it says in John 6, verse 63 through 67 it says it is the spirit who gives life the flesh is no help at all the words that i have spoken to you are spirit and life but there are some of you who do not believe for jesus knew from the beginning who those were who did not believe and who it was who would betray him and he said this is why i told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by him the father after this, many of his disciples turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the 12, do you want to go away as well? And so before we get into my brother's uh, snippet, I just want to encourage you to let the answer to that question that Jesus asked be no. Don't turn your back away from him. There are going to be sons who turn away. And I pray that my brother John is just one of those uh, one out of the hundred that Jesus will leave the 99 for and return back. So I ask you to pray for him. I ask you to continue to pray for me so I don't lead the faith. And I'm going to continue to pray for my listeners and pray for my brother John as well. So that way, hopefully one day he will come back to the faith. Hopefully one day he will be able to encounter somebody who will share the gospel with him in a way that he, that he can receive it. And just like the prodigal son, that he can come back. He can come back to the faith. And that's what I'm hoping for. But... Do me a favor, check out my brother's snippet. snippet. Along the way, the, that entire way, I am, I guess you could call like a firm believer. I, I'm reading my Bible, I'm praying, I'm doing all of that, I'm tithing, I'm doing all the stuff that quote unquote is a Christian and, and I'm thinking. And about four years ago, I hit rock bottom, man. My relationship that I'd been in for 13 years um, completely went sideways. Um, I went from having everything to sleeping in a 750 square foot apartment with no furniture, no bed, uh, ashamed to even bring my kids to the apartment the one day a week that I got to see them because I didn't want them to see how far dad had fallen. Uh, lost my job. Everybody at the church... Uh, that I had built relationships and sown relationships into, and I'm talking all three churches that I'd spent years upon years upon years of sowing into, no longer wanted to chat with me because divorcee was now labeled on me. You know what I mean? And wow. I went through uh, four years of depression, man, honestly. No, no, let's roll that back. Three years of depression would probably be what it was. Three years, uh, yeah, three years of depression is what it probably was. And what I came to the realization of in those three years 
is I, and this is coming full circle, is that I had grown up with this notion that I wasn't worthy and that I wasn't good enough. And when I realized that those were some deep seated limiting beliefs and that they were actually birthed out of how I was raised, you see how I was raised, and this is different than the church is today, but how I was raised was very much a 60s, 70s movement, which is, listen, you're going to mess up. You're the worst person in the entire world. Uh, you know, you're going to fail. You're going to sin. You're going to have all the shortcomings, blah, 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 blah. You're not good enough for God's love. But the really cool thing is Jesus still died on the cross for you. He still loves you. He still is going to take care of you. Even if you backslide, even if you fail, all that sort of stuff. And I was like, you know what? I don't believe that. I don't believe that I'm unworthy of my dreams. I don't believe that I'm unworthy or not good enough. And if, and if the notion was birthed out of the Christian faith, then I don't want to be a part of that, especially now that I'm going through rock bottom and the people that I've sown, you know, 15 years into now don't even want to talk to me because of some quote unquote label that was on me. And so that's where it moved from I believe there's higher, uh, a higher being and a higher calling. I believe that there's a purpose. I believe that there's greatness for everybody. I believe that there's a spiritual element. I believe all of that. Is it per se the Christian faith? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. So my next guest, I'm not going to even lie. I'm kind of like a kid in the candy store, man. I had the opportunity to interview retired chief Todd Simmons. Now, if you're not in the military arena, especially if you're not in the Air Force, you may not know who that is, but I can tell you this, he's a big deal when it comes to the Air Force and education. Two things that I am extremely passionate about, all right? So, first off, let me kind of explain some military lingo to you. So there's two ways you can join the military. You can either enlist or you can commission as an officer. And so when you hear somebody say sergeant or uh, master sergeant or whatever thing kind of, and then sergeant, that's like the enlisted side of the house. When you hear like the captain, the lieutenant, the general, you know, the major, that's the officer side of the house. And the easiest way I can explain it, and not to belittle the enlisted side, because myself, I started off enlisted and crossed over to the officer side. But if you thought of like a grocery store, right? Um, the managers would kind of be like the officers and the cashiers and the baggers would kind of be like the enlisted members. And that's just a very simple example of how to explain the difference between the two. Well, anyhow, on the enlisted side, the highest rank you can get is an E-9, enlisted nine, which is a chief master sergeant of the Air Force. Well, this brother is a retired chief master sergeant of the Air Force, did over 25 years in the Air Force. But not only did he do that, he also led, he was the chief, he was the command chief of Air University. And if you're not familiar with Air University, I'll put it to you like this. America, sorry other countries who listen, but we have the greatest Air Force in the world. And the people that's responsible for training the Army, the people that's responsible for putting our curriculum together is Air University. So for this brother to be the command chief of Air University says a lot to his service to his country. And so I was so excited to get his testimony. Not only is his testimony powerful, it is one that I can relate to. See, when I asked him which scripture he wanted to use to uh, share his testimony, 
He couldn't decide. He came up with two separate scriptures. One of them is in Deuteronomy. The other one is in Joshua. And you know what's so crazy or ironic about it is that those two scriptures actually tie together. And so you know me. I love a challenge. So I was like, bet. Let's do both scriptures. So I'm not going to give away the two actual scriptures. And I'm not going to give away how they tie together. You got to stay tuned for that. But I will give you a snippet of Chief Simmons' testimony. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah, and and the, and the part of that really struck me about these scriptures is the fearlessness. Don't be afraid, and that right there is what I've struggled with in, in at a point in my life. And, and and you can tie it sometimes to faith, and and people, you know, I meet people all the time, and I talk to them about faith, and I talk about purpose and stuff. And when I have these conversations with people, people will be afraid sometimes. Those even me at some points in my life will be afraid to take steps that are not even dangerous steps. And I go, for me, I had to develop a fearlessness. And my fearlessness became because I became more faithful that God got my back. Yeah. That I know that, and I look back and I started going back, hey, you took a kid who couldn't read. You took a kid who couldn't read. You took a kid who had to go back to high school as a 20-year-old, you know, to learn high school because he didn't get high school. You took a kid who for some reason you kept this fearlessness in this kid to keep going back and keep going back. Every barrier I had in my way, I, I, I struggled through college. I went back and got a master's degree, struggled through a master's degree, went back and struggled through a second master's degree. Someone yeah. allowed me to start teaching college and to end up, you know, we talked about in the beginning, end up as the Air University Command Chief. Man, that, that, was, that was written 20, that was written before I ever came into this earth, earth. All right, guys, so we got two more guests I want to share with you. The first one is my brother, Destin Frost. Now, one thing I love about Christianity and the Air Force is its diversity. I honestly believe that there is power and unity and diversity. If you got people from different backgrounds with different types of knowledge working together for a common goal, man, you can't mess with us, which is another reason why I believe we got the greatest Air Force in the world because we're so diverse, right? Um, but this particular brother, um, he reached out to me, said he wanted to do a testimony, and of course I like to do my research. So when I did my research and uh, looked and see what he had going on, he actually got a podcast called Prog Notes. Prog Notes. And basically it is something that I've never experience is some it's a genre of music that i'm not familiar with but he does a podcast on explaining progressive rock and so i checked it out and it was actually pretty good and i actually learned something new and so i encourage you to do the same but also we also got something in common we're brothers in christ and this brother decided that he wanted to share his testimony, and his testimony is on one that is very near and dear to my heart one that i truly believe in he talks about how it's not good for man to be alone see in the book of genesis the very first time that god said something was not good was when he saw adam alone and he made woman for adam and so women I, you know i just want to encourage y'all to just Think of what a blessing it is to be a solution to God's problem. And so a lot of men will try to put you down or, or try to put you in a different, a lower place, whatever. But the Bible don't teach that at all. It, matter of fact, the Bible highly values women's role. And I can tell you what, when God saw something wasn't good, his solution was a woman. And my brother got a great, a great testimony on not only just um, how it's not good to be alone, 
but how it's good to have godly community. And I can tell you now, godly community can change your life. So just check out a small sample of what my brother had to say. And uh, I, I made one decision four years ago, five, four to five years ago to go deeper in relationship with my friends. And this is what God had for me. I had no idea that I was going to be having the men that I have in my life now. And, and the context of Genesis 2.18 is the reason why this is so serious is because you're only as safe as the secrets that you haven't shared with anybody. And vulnerability is the key to healthy relationships. And that's why I believe God specifically says that man should not be alone. And like I said before, Jesus saves, but the community can heal that hurt or the death or the depression or the shame or the guilt, all the wounds that we have. And we were created to be in relationship with God and other and, and, and each other. And that's why the story um, in Genesis 2.18 are my testimony. And uh, it's uh, it's been a crazy five years of, of seeing, making that decision and then seeing what God had for me after I made that decision. And, and now the friendships that I have, I have a, an amazing friend circle that I respect and, and love and truly, truly, truly care about these guys. Um, and they're also married and can speak and they speak into my wife as well. And so we, we just walk together. We're not perfect, but we walk together and we share life together and do life together and communicate on a daily basis. And, it, and it's incredible. I, it's something that I thought could never even be possible. Possible. All right, so we're going to wrap this thing on up with my final guest. Her name is Bethany James. And the thing about Bethany, she's actually a poet. So I just want to take this time to say, listen, blessed the morning is all about providing blessings to others. That is what I love about what God has called me to do. And I want to do that in many different ways as possible. So you already know I got the app. You already know we had a blog and we had a podcast. But in the podcast, I'm going to start showcasing talent. People who have a talent. And they using it to serve God. And this particular sister is a poet. The way she is serving God is through poetry. And I love it. I love the fact that God blessed her with a talent. She didn't use it for selfish reasons. She using it to show glory to God. And so I want to encourage you, if you're a rapper, if you're a musician, if you play the drums, actually my brother Destin plays the drums. So if you play the whatever you do, if you want to come on, share your testimony and share your talent, then hit me up. I am allowing you to do that because I just want to provide value to those who follow Christ. See, Satan has tried to take over everything, social media, music, movies, and it's time for us as Christians to take that back. So Take the time to listen to my sister poem. She shared a few with me. So I'll, I'll have one on her actual show. I have a bonus content on it. But also, too, if you find value in it and if you like her poetry, check her out. Support her. We got to support one another. And also, for every one of my other guests, I encourage you to support them as well. But right now, check out my sister Bethany. And this last one is called Help. Hornless deer's heart emits pulses. Eternally lacking or soulless, longing it is often found panting, panting for watchers like my soul yearns for the scripture reference Psalms 42, 1 through 5, copyright 2019. All right, guys, so that's it. We got a lot of guests coming up and I have more in the queue. I had somebody reach out to me who's doing missionaries, who's training disciples and leaders in Africa, and they want to share testimony. 
I have I have a, a lot of close friends that still want to share their testimonies. You know, I want to reach out to some pastors and get some um, testimonies from pastors. And I want to reach out to you. I don't want you to just be a listener. I want you to join in with us. Your testimony could save somebody's life. So I'm encouraging you to head over to the Blessimony app. Become a part of that family. Share your posts. Share things that you uh, that God has blessed you on. Share your testimonies. Uh, give us feedback on the shows. You know, uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Even though I'll be honest with you, I'm not a social media type of guy. That's just not my thing. But I encourage you all to join and help help build it up together. Right. And it also, too, I encourage you to come on the Blessimony podcast, be a blessing and share your testimony. testimony. Thanks again for joining us on the Blessimony podcast. Make sure to visit our website, Blessimony.com, or download the Blessimony app, where you can continue the conversation from this podcast by sharing your thoughts and testimonies on the scripture. You can fellowship with other Christians or check out the Blessimony blog. Oh, and I almost forgot, if you found any value in this show, we'd appreciate our ratings on iTunes, Spotify, or on the platform you use to listen to the show. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about us, that would be a huge blessing. Until next time, peace. peace.